The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is offering new users a $1,000 risk-free bet. Sign up today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. We're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by GameTime. GameTime has last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Use promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast, all the sports gambling podcast network. My name is Tyler Jenkins. Joined with our host, we got Ryan Gilbert and Joel Meyer. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing tonight? I'm doing good. Flyers already up one nothing in Anaheim. Can, can hopefully get off the schneid here. So uh, yeah, week Friday night. Got the weekend coming up. It's a weekend now. So yeah, I'm doing doing fantastic. Well, as the great Sam Elliott said in the Big Lebowski, sometimes you eat the bar, and sometimes the bar eats you. And last night, I ate the bar, and I was beaten by the bar. The bar ate me, and then it just smashed me on the back of the head as the Oilers totally failed to win a game against the lowly-ass fucking Sharks. And, uh, yeah, we'll get into them when we talk about them versus the Kraken, but that was a, that was a brutal beatdown. Um, terrible, terrible loss for me. Uh, I'm still recovering from it. I, I, I had to reload some accounts. I had to withdraw from some accounts and send it to another because, you know, I'm fucking broke from betting Rick Tockett every day for Jack Adams. So uh, <laughs> I need more money to do that because um, they're going to beat the Leafs tomorrow. Um, uh, it, it, that was just catastrophic. Catastrophic. Uh, I've never betting fucking seven units on one hockey game again in my life. That was a brutal experience. It's It's a wonder I'm even here right now. That's a that's a tough goal, Julie. We know you were feeling a little bit in the dumps last night, but you know what? We're only going up for here. I believe in you. You crushed your lock dog totals again. We'll get into that obviously in a little bit here. So come on, there's a bit of positivity going here. We got this. Uh, I'm doing good. My heart's racing a million miles a minute after that absolutely electric overtime segment we had there between the Leafs and the Flames. Uh, fucking awful game. Like it was fun to watch, I guess. But don't get me wrong, there was. As a fan, there's a lot to get into there, but we'll hold that for another day. Um, I'm doing good. You know what I'm really pumped up for? Argos! We got some CFL semifinals matchups going down tomorrow. We got the fucking Argos against the Montreal Alouettes here. Toronto Argonauts versus Montreal Alouettes. Argos are a fucking 10.5 point favorite. That's going to be absolutely awesome. I'm so fired up from that. I got my boy Chad Kelly here. I got Chad Kelly, fucking number 12, rocking and rolling. I'm absolutely pumped. This jersey cost me nothing because you know why? I went to the Argos game with my dad. I got so fucking drunk. I stole this jersey. I was holding on to it in the fucking in the other little pop-up booth. I'm holding on to it, and I'm like thinking, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go pay. And I go to the register, and there's no one there. So I started looking around, and like there's just no employees. I'm like, I don't see any security either. So I just fucking walked away. Had the hanger, just went and took a piss, ditched the hanger in the fucking garbage in the bathroom. I was like, I don't know. I 
I had intentions to pay for it, but everybody just fucked off, so I ended up stealing it. Let's fucking go, Argos, baby. And much like me stealing this jersey, they're going to be stealing fucking wins, even though they're probably deserving to win, but I'm fired up. Let's go, CFL, baby. That's going to be awesome. Uh, other than that, I'm doing good here. All right, let's keep this rocking and rolling. Uh, hey, first, what? I hope what there aren't any fucking feds listening to this. Uh, they're going to be after you. <laughs> what are you going to do? I don't caught on tape. For stealing a CFL jersey, okay. most things probably go like two hundred bucks. Hey, what? It was They're like two hundred thirty bucks. I was like, Holy yeah, exactly. Shit. <laughs> what the, I'm not paying that much for a fucking <laughs> CFL anything. Get the fuck out of here. But, um, anyways, also I'd just like to do a, a serviceable public service announcement here. A nice PSA. I'd like to remind all of our friends and pals that are listening that cream does not go into Alfredo sauce. Fuck you, Beijing wings. Get it right, buddy. These fucking Americans coming up here. Ryan, you're guilty. You're changing everything and then just being like, oh, no, this is the way we do it. Well, it's not. Respect tradition. Fucking Americans. Get your shit together. That's the American way. We, we take what it we is. do. We change a little bit and we make it our own. And we created this. This is ours yeah. now. No, that's, this is the right way to do it. 100%. Yeah. Did it with democracy too, you fucking plebs. Uh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> let's get into this here. Everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff in the world of sports. Obviously, we got the NFL. It's going to be sweet. So, uh, it's kind of a shitty week when you look at it. Some of the matchups kind of stink. But, hey, whatever. Any football is better than no football. We got college football. We got CFL semifinals. That we talked about Toronto-Montreal. There's also BC playing Winnipeg tomorrow. So that's going to be sweet. Uh, what else is going on? You know, there's... NBA is doing its thing, so that's a thing if you care. Uh, hell yeah, you can find all that information at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff in the world of sports. Thumbs up. Uh, what else can we do there? You can check out all the articles. Check out Ryan's fantasy hockey articles. He's absolutely pumping it out, fucking killing it every week. That's awesome to see, so be sure to go take a look at those. Uh, and, of course, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord, man. If you're not in the Discord... You're not fucking making money. It's been absolutely awesome there. Everybody's having a blast unless you're American and you're just full of shit. But other than that, everybody in there is having a fantastic time. So shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. Uh, if you want to get in there but you're not, you can reach out to myself or Ryan on Twitter. We'll be sure to point you in the right direction. Or you can reach out to the HGP uh, fucking uh, social media assistant producer when he's not just you know taking over the world and saying that this is how we do stuff. He'll, uh, he'll take some time to, to point you in the right direction as well. Or what you could do is uh, drive down to Edmonton, and if you find somebody pissed off just driving around a car trying to find Connor McDavid's mansion that he can just burn Fuck to the you. ground, if you find if you see that guy stalking out, chances are you can flag that car down, and it's fucking Joel Meyer. And uh, two shows, two forward. shows in a row, you stole my last bit. <laughs> <laughs> you can do that, and it'll tell you how to get in the Discord, and maybe you can assist him in fucking arson. Yeah, hell yes! Yeah, <laughs> Shout out to Knuckleheads. He'll be driving because I'll be wasted. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, Discord's been popping off. Twitter's been great as well. Follow us there at Hockey SGPN. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the Hockey Given Podcast or you listen to your podcast. Please leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts if you haven't already. And you probably haven't because we haven't got one in quite some time here. So do that and subscribe on YouTube as well. Uh, SG.PN slash Hockey TV or just search for the Hockey Given Podcast on YouTube. We're live there right now. Shout out to everyone in the chat and shout out to everyone listening the day after. You know, it, it, you, don't, you don't have to make the lives. It's Friday night. You have lives, we understand. Yeah, I get that 100%. Um, okay, we're gonna, I guess we can't, we can talk a little bit about our lock dog yeah. totals from last show here. We'll get into it. Some of them, the games are happening right now, but uh, Joel absolutely killed it. He went at 2 0 and 1 with a push, uh, up 2.99 units. That those are settled. He had the early games. Uh, myself, it's looking a little bit ugly. My, uh, I'm two and or sorry, one 
or sorry, zero right now, potentially one win, potentially not, and two losses. Uh, Ryan, uh, one loss. We'll see how these other two games go for him as well here. Uh, really, Joel, you're the one we want to hear from here. So run through your locks and your dogs and your totals. Yeah, I had a couple overs. Um, start with the lock, the Hurricanes, Panthers over six and a half. Um, yeah, I, I didn't watch any of these games. I was watching the the Leafs uh, Flames game when I got home, but uh, from what I what I saw in the app, the the uh, it was a pretty even game, one one for a bit, and then the Panthers took over, and then the they got a, an empty net goal to to get it to seven. I don't know what the fuck happened, but uh, a dog regulation, Sabers play. Uh, against the Wild, I, f- I feared that the Wild would would push this into overtime, which I, I actually wasn't fearing that because I had the over in this game, which lost. So with the, if the Wild uh, scored that, it would have went to overtime where I had the Sabres money line anyway. So that was unfortunate. But for the show purposes, it worked out because I had the regulation. I thought the Wild would do their overtime match or their uh, you know empty empty net magic where they always seem to score in the last 30 seconds, but they did not for once. And uh, the total push of the, the Capitals... Devils over six. Um, this was yeah, it was all all capital. Like the Devils were were not in this game at all until um, I don't know who scored, but they they had a couple of goals around the ten minute mark of the third period, and that forced the uh, yeah they, they pulled the goalie later on, and then the Caps finished off with an empty net goal to to push the six. So yeah, I'm, I'm happy with that one. I would have <laughs> I hope for more from the Devils offense. Apparently they were um you know they they came back from that long road trip. Sometimes teams are a bit sluggish. So I guess we can excuse them, but uh, it's a bit concerning the way that they're playing without Jack Hughes. So hopefully he comes back soon. Uh, but yeah, I'm happy with all these bets. And then for me, the only thing that has been settled so far, my lock, the uh, Carolina Hurricanes minus 122 at the Panthers. Panthers won that one 5-2. Kane scored the first goal, you know, got back in and after allowing the three straight, but lost 5-2 on an empty netter. So that's my my lock loss, and then my dog total. I got the Flyers going right now in the under six in the Flyers game, and uh, Flyers currently up one nothing midway through the first period. So hopefully that can uh, stay on track there. Uh, for myself, uh, my lock kind of stunk the bed out here. I had the uh, Devils in regulation minus one twenty five versus the Caps. I think the Caps finished four two win in regulation, so that was a kick in the pills. Uh, my total this was fucking terrible. Calgary, Toronto, under six and a half, plus 110. Talked myself into it, bought the hype, got fired up yesterday. This Leafs team's defense is just absolutely fucking atrocious. Uh, there's not really too much else to say about it. And then obviously the Leafs put up four of themselves. I think it was a 9-5 game, or not a 9-5 game, a 5-4 game for nine goals ending in a shootout here. That was a that was a kick in the pills. Yo. I was feeling good. I was feeling good defensively, and then the game happened, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is a nightmare. So that's okay. You know what? You win some, you lose some, right? That's how she goes. And you can't even blame Lindholm for the, or what's his name? Klingberg for this. I can't. I know. 100%. There's, oh, dude, okay. I want to give one. Uh, we're not going crazy on these, but I want to talk about one thing. William Nylander is a fucking stud, okay? This guy in 14 games has officially nine goals and 12 assists for 21 points. He's on a 14-game point streak. He scored a point in every game so far this year. He broke the fra- least franchise record for points to start the season at four or at 12 a couple games ago. He had three points tonight. This guy's on an absolute heater, man. Like, I don't know what you're getting at odds for William Nealander to score a point. It's got to be juiced through the fucking gills by now. But, like, this guy is just tremendous out there. He's game-changing, you know? You know, like, some players, like, you see McKinnon buzzing around. You just tell when he's on the ice, he changes the game. McDavid, I'm by no means am I saying that William Nealander is, like, in that elite of a class. But he sure as shit is playing like it right now, man. So it's awesome hockey to watch. He's pricing himself <laughs> out of the city, right? 
Well, I don't know. I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't go that far. I think he stays. I really do. I honestly, the Leafs are going to Sweden in like a week. I wouldn't be surprised if you see him sign, uh, announce his extension there, so he can celebrate with all his friends and family. You know, so that's true. Also, uh, a few Swedes on the uh, Leafs team now. Yeah, except for Lilligren, because fucking Marchand decided to assist him in throwing himself into the fucking boards and being out for months, but. <laughs> yeah, you can you can hit his shots on goal prop too. It's usually at four and a half. He had he had five tonight, so I cashed on that. Yeah, hundred percent. It was at three and a half when I got it. That's so fuck yeah. Ooh, nice. Um. All right, let's pump some ads out here, uh, and then we'll get. All right. Uh, we're brought to you. I believe we're brought to you by Bet Three Six Five. Still, uh, Bet Three Six Five is the world's most trusted, most favorite sports book. Trusted by over eighty-eight million players worldwide. Prop sides, totals, live betting. Bet365 has you covered. And if you like boost, you're going to love Bet365, like a 30% profit boost on your NFL same-game parlay. Plus, they even have an early payout offer if your team goes up 17 points. Sign up today and choose from two bonus offers, either a $1,000 first bet safety net or bet $5 and get $150 in bonus bets. Just head over to sportsgrowingpodcast.com slash bet365. That's sportsgrowingpodcast.com slash bet365. Problem gambling? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. Every sport, NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, college football, simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up for promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit of up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. All right. Are we sure we're not sponsored by that loan gambling thing anymore? What was that called? <laughs> oh, the, 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 the thing that, well, I'm not going to name it because I'm not going to give him publicity, but that, the thing that Joel needs where he can uh, get yes. 100, he can, it, it matches his, his deposit. That's really uh, <laughs> that. All right. Just, just double check and you never know. Um, okay, boys, we got a massive, fucking massive Saturday, 12 game slate for November 11th, Remembrance Day. Pretty, pretty cool going on 12 games here. I don't know about you guys, and maybe this is in ill taste, but I'm ready to fucking go to war. Boys, we ready to rock and roll here or what? There should have been 11 games, but oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, first game on the docket. Let's kick things off with a banger here. We had a Columbus Blue Jacket kick things off with a banger. <laughs> the first two we played was the Jackets. Columbus Blue Jackets against the Detroit Red Wings. Game itself is in Motor City here in Detroit. Uh, Columbus on the money line sitting at plus 140. Detroit on the money line at minus 166. The over-under is at 6.5. Over sitting at minus 130. The under uh, plus 110. Boys, I'll kick us off here. This Columbus Blue Jackets team is an absolute shambles. Uh, what did I see? I see they benched Johnny Goudreau the other day. I guess he was just playing like shit. Uh, it's not looking pretty, man. This Columbus team on the year, they're 4-6-3, which record isn't necessarily that bad. Then again, you just watch them how they play as of late. It's been absolutely terrible. They're on a three-game losing streak. Uh, on the road, they're 1-2-2. and two. And then uh, Detroit, on the other end at home, has been pretty decent this year. They're 4-2-2. Two two. Obviously, they got up to a strong start. They're on a two-game losing streak as well. So this, to me, is like a pick-me-up spot, you know? It's like, all right, boys, let's go. You know, we've been a little bit of a slump lately. We've played some okay teams. Let's go beat the fucking piss out of a shitty Columbus team and just you know get things back on pace here so i love detroit minus 166 is a little bit of juice i'm sure you can find regulation or maybe even potentially the puck line of plus 150 if you were feeling that way um 
But uh, as far as over-under goes here, I kind of like the over, man. Like, I feel like Detroit, we've seen them. They've been able to score this year. They're averaging 3.57 goals scored per game. Columbus hasn't been putting the biscuit in the basket, but shit, they've been giving up a lot of goals here. So the over 6.5 and and minus 130 and the Red Wings is the way I'm leaning here. Yeah, I think the total is is the best way to attack this game. Over 6.5, minus 130 is a little bit juicy. I mean, uh, I opted for the... Red Wings team total over three and a half, only at minus 135, which is, you know, compared to their money line, minus 166 seems uh, pretty good. They've, they've scored four goals in, in, you know, almost all of their wins, if not more. Uh, they played Columbus already in Columbus and won four nothing back on October 16th. So they've seen this team before. Columbus has allowed four more goals in each of their last games, five against Dallas, five against Florida. Yeah, this, like you said, this is a, this is a pick me up spot for Detroit. They, they, they come back home after, or they're at home for a second straight game here after overtime loss. Where I don't know what James Reimer was doing. I, I saw him in, in overtime took a stupid penalty and then allowed a power play goal to Cole Caulfield. But yeah, I think the Red Wings get back on track here. Red Wings team total over three and a half is my play. I don't have a strong feel on the on the side here, but I'm going against you guys with the total. I think that the uh, we see a lower scoring game here. Uh, it's you know it's the uh, matinee spot, and those those games tend to be a little sleepier. Uh, players not used to playing in this time zone, and yeah, the, the, the time goes fast. And neither offense has been lighting it up lately. Uh, both are bottom bottom ten teams in terms of expected goals for, and uh, the goaltending's been actually pretty decent. Like if we give we, we see Spencer Martin, he's actually been the better goalie for the Blue Jackets. Emmers Leakins has been a lot better than last year too. Meanwhile, the uh, Red Wings have uh, Vili Husso and um, oh, who's the other guy we had in net there? It was James Reimer, right? Yeah, the, the Scarecrow. Uh, <laughs> he, he's he's not ideal, but it should be Vili Husso for this one. So uh, give me the under six and a half at plus 110. Maybe this just goes up a little bit. You can get a juicy seven, but uh, the under is it's the only way I would look in this one. Okay, moving down to the 3 p.m. time slot here. We got a pretty decent game. We got the Dallas Stars against the Winnipeg Jets. Game itself is in boring. So boring. So, so boring. Cold. It's November. It's probably so cold. Oh, my goodness. Chilly, boring, flat. It's so flat. The airport so far out of the city. The fans. The fans don't even show up. The fans don't even go. You know why? Because it's so cold. They don't want to leave. And it's so flat. They got to spend more in gas to get there. So cold. Boring. It's so far away. The game's in Winnipeg, baby. We got a Dallas Stars against the Winnipeg Jets. Dallas on the money line. Sitting at minus 125. The Jets on the money line. A plus 105. The over-unders of 5.5. Over sitting at minus 125. The under plus 105. Before we get into this, I got to talk. Um, I read an article like a few weeks ago saying that the Jets – petitioned the nhl to move this game up in time so it was supposed i think it was supposed to be a seven o'clock game but because the blue bombers game was already scheduled they wanted their fans to be able to watch both and the nhl was like yeah i guess so so that's why we got a 3 p.m time slot here so if you are a winnipeg native here and you live in that fucking god-awful hellhole of a fucking city at least you can sit here and watch your jets and then you can watch your bombers so i appreciate that the nhl was willing to do that for the fine folks in the CFL. Truth be told, I believe TSN is broadcasting this game in Canada, so I think it might have had something to do with that. They also own the CFL rights, of course. Um, okay, all that aside, let's get into this here. Boys, first of all, whoop, whoop, 
So it's time to goalie games. We got a goalie game. We got Jake Ottinger and then Connor Hellebuck here. These guys are absolutely fucking studs in that. Ottinger's been sick this year, dude. A 2.10 goals against average, a 0.933 save percentage, 6-2 and 1 record. Hellebuck, 6-3 and run record. Numbers aren't as good. 2.98 goals against average, 0.892 save percentage. But we all know that this guy's the real deal here. So uh, honestly, the under 5.5, I know it's 5.5. I don't necessarily love that. But at plus 105, I think we're going to see a tight one here. Now, for a side. We're starting to get to the time of year where I can bring up my favorite goddamn point. And this is something that I live and die by. What do I always say? Say it with me. Division games matter, okay? We got Dallas, who's currently sitting first in the Central here. We got Winnipeg, who is third in the Central. They're only behind Dallas by one point. It's a pretty tight matchup there uh, out in the West. Now, what I do like about the Jets in this game, I'm all over the Jets, full discrepancy here. They are 4-0-0 in division games so far this season. Now, Winnipeg, so, or the, yeah, Winnipeg is, Dallas has only played one, and they're 1-0, so that's fine. Don't get me wrong. They could end up with a good record here. We still need more to see, but I absolutely love that number. That jumps out at me, 4-0-0 in division games. Uh, currently on a three-game winning streak, 3-2-1 at home. Dallas has been sick on the road, but I'm taking the fucking Jets here. I hope there's an electric day in Winnipeg. I hope the Wet Bombers win. I hope the fucking Jets win. So give me Winnipeg all over and give me the under. I might have to go against your both one, both in there. I'm I'm kind of surprised this this is at five and a half on the total. Over over is at minus one twenty five, a little juice, but I'm not buying into Hellebuck yet this season. I mean, he's getting a little bit better yeah. over the past few games, but he, he, this it should be a goalie game between you know Vesna favorite Jake Ottinger and Connor Hellebuck here, but. Winnipeg's been scoring. You know, Dallas has been, been been scoring a little bit too. I mean, when they played Edmonton, Calgary, they were four three games. So I could see this game going over five and a half. And you know, I love the stars here at minus one twenty five. You know, being on the road a little bit does kind of scare me. But five one and one on the road. Winnipeg's three two and one at home. And looking back at Winnipeg's division wins, uh, three of them are against either the Coyotes or the Blues. So not great teams there. This should be a great game. Th- these are two teams that are very much overlooked by the national media. So. Should be a banger, uh, but I like the stars in the over here, both at minus 125. You better bet the Bombers, talent. I don't know why you're uh, going against my Lions there. What's up God, with that? I've had enough Lions, if you know what I mean. In my, I, I mean, the lie. Oh, the Lions. Okay. Well, that was a joke. Why are, you, why are you cheering for the Bombers? Honestly, I'm just fired up right now for all things Winnipeg. I haven't bet this game yet, so. Oh, fuck all right, well, anyway, <laughs> I think I agree with you for the most part. Uh, I haven't bet this game either, but if I had to bet it, I would bet the bet the under and the home team. I know the Stars have been, uh, you know, they've been uh, one of the better teams in NHL. They've had a strong start to the year, and Ottinger is the best goalie in the league, I, I in my opinion, right now. And and uh, as long as he plays, the, the Stars win, seemingly. So, uh, but that said, I... It, it, it's it's Winnipeg. They're on a heater themselves. They won four in a row. They're at home now, and they've just been taking care of business. So I, I guess I lean that way. Like I said, I haven't bet it yet, but uh, if you made me pick, I would I would just take the Jets and the under. Just just counting on the goalies to do their thing. And yeah, the division game. Uh, you, you take the home dog in the division game a lot of the time. And uh, yeah, it'll be a. I think it'll be a low score, lower scoring game, but uh, not strong on anything here. Okay, moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot here. We got the Boston Bruins against the Montreal Canadiens. Game itself is at La Belle Centre in Montreal, the Blue Blanc and Rouge, Le Habitant. 
Uh, Boston on the money line sitting at minus 218. Montreal on the money line at plus 180. Uh, Bruins on the puck line, if you're interested, is at minus one and a half, paying off plus 110. Uh, the over-under is at six, over-paying off minus 120. The under, plus 100. Bro, the Bruins looked so sick in that game against the Islanders uh, last night. That was awesome. Um, JVR is low-key, just absolutely playing off the hook. Charlie Coyle had a hat-trick out there. I think it was an empty netter, but hey, still counts. Um, and then on the opposite end, you got the Habs who've had a good start to the year. You know, we've been a little bit bullish on them, but that good start is starting to kind of starting to flame out a little bit here. You know, with everything we're seeing in Montreal, they're fine at home for three and oh, but they come on, they're playing the big bad Bruins. Obviously I know this, this is, these two teams have a shitload of history and Montreal will be getting up for this spot. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but I like Boston. How do you bet them? Minus two is a little bit too feisty for me. I hate betting puck lines. Uh, I'll be looking for either a Bruins team total or maybe a, a Bruins uh, regulation play kind of thing going on here. And keep in mind, it's going to be a sad day for Montreal when their Habs lose and their Alouettes lose at the same time. It's going to be the opposite of what's going on in Winnipeg. Uh, and as far as over-under goes here, uh, the Habs are dipping off in goals. Like They were scoring to start the year. Not so much now, but they are giving up a lot of goals. I don't really love a play either way on the total, but... I'm going to go with the over because it is at six. I can see the Bruins popping in four here, you know, and I can see the Habs getting two. So the push is in play. Uh, gun to my head, I would take the over six, minus 120. Give me the Bruins in regulation. Yeah, I was I was trying to find a way here to, to take an angle to take the Canadians. You know, I, I love, I think these teams definitely play up for Hockey Night in Canada. The Canadians definitely being on it. I, I feel like I do factor that in sometimes, but... The Bruins have just completely dominated them you know, last season. They're, mu- they're just a much better team. And, yeah, the Habs have fallen off a bit, lost four in a row before that overtime win in Detroit that you know necessarily didn't deserve. Two wins before that were both past regulation. So they're, they're not winning in regulation, and Boston is a fantastic regulation team. So I'm going to look for the Bruins' puck line here at plus 110. Get some plus odds on that. Uh, Canadians' past few losses, 5-3 to Tampa Bay, 6-3 to St. Louis, 3-2 to Arizona, then a shootout game. But... 5-2 to, to the Devils. And I think the Bruins are able to, you know, yeah, like Talon said, probably pop four and then hold Montreal to, you know, one or two because Montreal is not scoring many goals per game and Boston allows the fewest goals per game in, in the league. So, uh, yeah, I love the Bruins puck line here. Uh, for a total, I would probably lean lean under six plus 100, but I would, I would just play the puck line. I uh, I like two bets in this game. First of all, the the Bruins are just dominating everybody, especially the bad teams. And I mean, they, they their only losses were to the Ducks in a game they should have won, deserved to win. Just uh, got got a bit unlucky there at the end, uh, the, the last second goal basically to send it to overtime where they lost. And then uh, against the Red Wings on the road in Detroit. Um, but other than that, they've just been been crushing everybody, especially the bad teams. You know, just controlling games. So yeah, I like I like the Bruins in regulation a lot. I also like the under six at even money, and the, the Canadians' offense is is kind of impotent. They just rely on basically just Cole Caulfield, Nick Suzuki to do their thing. Other than that, there's not much else going for them. Um, Slavkovsky was recently promoted to the first line, but uh, that's more just trying to get him going than than actually uh, rewarding him for being offensively uh, potent uh, so far this season. So. Yeah, I, I like the the Bruins and regulation and the the under six. I mean, the, the Bruins goaltending—it doesn't matter who you put in that there. They're going to do their job. Their defense protects the front of the net better than any team in the league, and they just they just win games uh, four to one all the time. So so why not uh, back that to happen again at, at good numbers? 
Okay, moving on to the 7 p.m. time slot here. We have the Vancouver Canucks against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Game itself is in Toronto here. Leafs on the second night of a back-to-back. Uh, Vancouver on the money line sitting at plus 114. The Leafs on the money line at minus 135. Over under sitting at 6.5. Over sitting at minus 125. The under plus 105. Mr. Gilbert, oh, this one's going your way here. Uh, what do we got in the Leafs versus the Canucks? Yeah, I mean, this this is a pretty good game here. Canucks, you know, flying high, one of the best teams in the league currently, but, you know, they probably can't keep it up. You know, meanwhile, the Leafs played a hard-fought game tonight against the Flames, against Dan Vladar, who's not a good goalie, and, you know, took them to the shootout, five rounds in the shootout to get the win there. So Vancouver's had had a day off here uh, in, in Toronto probably after playing in, uh, in Canada on Thursday night. So more rested team, playing better right now. So I don't – I mean, I understand why the Leafs are, are favored – favorite at home on Saturday night, but the Canucks here at plus 114 has to be the play. Uh, they've won five in a row, uh, eight of their past nine. Only loss was an overtime loss on the second half of a back-to-back. So love the Canucks here at plus 114. They're on the first half of a back-to-back, but Sunday they're in Montreal. So I think we'll get Demko. Either way, DeSmith has been fine. So like the Canucks here. And uh, for the total, got to go with the over. Canucks have been playing a lot of over games, five goals last game, six before that, 10 against San Jose. And Toronto, despite practicing defense for two days, could not stop anything. <laughs> Dude, it's bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's it is bad. Uh, I lo- I love the over in this one. Uh, Ryan hinted at it. Just the, the Leafs' defense is, is bad, and then the, the goaltending is not much better. I mean, it's going to be Sam Sonoff in net, presumably with Wall tonight. So he's had his struggles early on with, um, you know, apparently he's a new dad. And he's, he's struggling with sleep and all that. that. That can get in your head. Plus he's got some kind of other mental shit going on. So it's, it's not, it's not going too great. <laughs> yeah. We don't like the, the Russians <laughs> like, to, like to do that. <laughs> um, yeah. It's, it's uh, not a great situation defensively for Toronto. Meanwhile, the, the, the Canucks are, uh, you know their 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 shooting percentage is unsustainable, like like Ryan said. But uh, we're gonna ride the wave for as long as it goes. Like J.T. Miller's killing it, Elias Pettersson's killing it, Quinn Hughes. These guys are all oh, and Brock Besser. My word, like this guy is mm-hmm. an absolute god. Wow. Like he had a bad year last year, but that's because his dad died, and now he, he's got over that, and he's he's back to his old his uh, Brock Besser self, just just firing the puck in the net. And uh, that's important because this team needs uh, goal scores like that. So, yeah, I love the over. I like the Canucks. Uh, Canucks, yeah, one of those teams that usually try to play up to the Leafs. Leafs in a bad spot, going to overtime, shootout against the Flames. So, yeah, coming back. um, Yeah, let's go Canucks. And, uh, yeah, I I like the over best of all in this one. I just – it doesn't matter which – I mean – if uh, we might see DeSmith in this one, I don't know if it's him going up first or Demko. But either way, I'm not. I'm not really counting on the on the goaltending to um, you know do the thing. Hopefully, Demko has a brilliant game. That'd be excellent for the, his Vezina campaign. But all the same, that the Canucks underlying numbers are not great defensively. So maybe the Leafs can take advantage of that with uh, Willie Styles doing his thing, like Talon was saying at the top. Uh, yeah, so I, I see a lot of goals in this one. Yeah, so for starters, Ryan is absolutely right. If you're getting the Canucks a plus 114 in this game right now, at least on the second night of a back-to-back, they've been having defensive struggles, and the Canucks have just been absolutely unreal on the offense so far to start this year. you got to take them. So I'll say it. I'm on Vancouver plus 114. Um, As far as over-under here goes, 
Fuck, dude. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid again. God damn it. You know what? I'm an Ilya Samsonov guy. I have been getting so much fucking heat online and from my buddies for sticking up for this guy. Leafs Nation. This fucking goalie came in, won you a goddamn playoff round last year, and played fucking lights out. Has he had a great start to the season? No. Did he have a good preseason? No. Does he look shaky in the net? Yes. But this motherfucker deserves at least like a bit of benefit of the doubt. Let's stop shipping. The worst thing that happened to Ilya Samsonov this year was Jack Campbell getting waved. Because now every time you see it, it's just, oh, we should just wave Samsonov. Fucking wave him. Get the fuck out of here, yo. This This is what blows my mind. Yes, he's played like shit. I got that fucking loser fucking, almost said a bad word, Mikey Stevens coming at me on fucking Twitter and all this shit. Fuck that. Oh, I almost said another bad word that I can't say. <laughs> Fuck that guy, bro. No, you, if you're a Leafs fan, you got to give this guy the benefit of the fucking doubt. And I promise you that in at least a month, Ilya Samsonov will be back where he's fucking supposed to be. And I love the decision for Sheldon Keith made to say, you know what, Sammy? We're giving you the Canucks. Give the fucking Flames game to the young kid. You know, yes, Wolves started off the year well, maybe not so much lately, but Samsonov's your fucking guy. Put him in the net versus the Canucks. I'm absolutely all over here. I love it. So I'm riding with my boy Ilya under six and a half plus 105. I think he's going to have a great game like he did against the Bruins a few days ago. But much like the Bruins game, he's going to be lights out and this team is just going to fucking let him down. Uh, so yeah, give me the under and give me the Canucks. Talent, I want you to remember this moment when you ask why we don't have as many consensus plays as we should. <laughs> That's a good point. I get it. You're right. Um, okay. Moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot here. We have the Calgary Flames against the Ottawa Senators. Game itself is in Ottawa here. Obviously, Calgary on the second night of a back-to-back. Uh, Flames on the money line sitting at plus 120. The Sens on the money line at minus 142. Over-unders at 6.5. Over-paying off minus 120. The over plus 100. Uh, Jolie, I'm tossing this game over to you here. What's going to go on in Canada? Is the kerfuffle over or is there still a kerfuffle in Canada? Uh, kerfuffle ending kerfuffle is kaput hopefully um the uh yeah these are both teams that i was high on in the offseason but both have disappointed so far especially the flames and yeah senators coming off that win against the leafs naturally they they didn't have their best performance against the canucks but they i think they still outplayed them they, they went down early but uh, they were the better team after going down to nothing um just demko st- standing on his head once again and yeah the, the leafs do not have a goalie or not the Leafs, the Flames do not have a goalie capable of doing that because Markstrom is out for this one, right? It's going to be uh, the new guy, Dust, Dustin Wolf, the Wolfpack. Uh, he's he's uh, he's not Markstrom, so I, and he's not Demko. So I think that the Senators can finally turn some of that those shots into goals. They've they've struggled somewhat in terms of uh, generating chances, but uh, their power play is still very good. And yeah, the, the Flames gave their all-out effort against the Leafs. So I think that they'll be a little, a little bit weary here. Uh, they got their point. Maybe they'll get another one in overtime, but uh, I think the Sens ultimately come through in this one with their elite power play. This is a, you know, they're, they're still fighting for the coach. We saw Brady Kachuk last week standing up for DJ Smith after all the fans were hooting and hollering for him to be fired. And they came out with a strong performance against the against the Leafs. Now we got another Canadian team coming in here, and I think the Senators do the same thing and give them uh, their best shot. So let, let's, let's go Sens once again. And uh, yeah. the total lean to the over because it's a Sens game, and then we've got the Flames uh, on the backs back with the rookie goalie in that. So the over is the obvious choice. 
Yeah, it's a great spot for the Suns here at home against the Flames, who just you know had that five four shootout loss to the Leafs. You know, got a point out of that. But this is this is one one a back to back for them. And in their one back to back, they won in Buffalo and then lost in Columbus the next night. So they're not good on back to backs. They're not even going to have Markstrom for this game. Uh, probably not. But Wolf Wolf is likely to start. So yeah, you got to go with the Suns here at home minus one forty two. They had that big win in Toronto, but then you know fell back down to earth against the Canucks at home. They probably should have won that game based off the off the shots. On a, that, that was a back-to-back for them. They had a day off to kind of regroup a little bit. So give me the sense here at home, minus 142. I also do like the over 6.5, minus 120. You know, Sens games have typically been a total of seven, and they've gone over or pushed. So give me the over here with two goalies I don't really trust. So over and the sense. Oh, geez, Louise. Uh, Two teams I, you love, right? I know. Like, I, I'm honestly, I'm impartial. I don't give a shit about the Calgary Flames. They're not really on the radar for me. I hate the Senators, though. But I'm going to have to back the Sens in this game at minus 142 at home. Uh, this team's been kind of mid at home, 2 3 0. There's nothing really. Actually, 3 5 0. No, they've been shit. Uh, um, so I don't know. It's got to be over, though, right? Like, there's too much talent alone on this team for it to be that negative all the time. So uh, I'm going to go with them at minus 142 as far as over-under goes here. I don't really have a play that I love. I guess maybe I lean towards the over. Hopefully things can start clicking on Ottawa's end. And uh, what I saw, I know that the Leafs' defense played like shit, but Calgary did have some good scoring chances, and they capitalized on them this game. So uh, the Flames, they can score, I guess, even though statistically it doesn't look that great. So give me the over and give me Ottawa. There's two more consensus plays. All right, see, fucking bunch of suck on that, Ryan. Uh, <laughs> all right, moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot here. We got the Carolina Hurricanes against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Game itself is in Tampa Bay here. Carolina on the money line sitting at minus 115. Tampa Bay on the money line sitting at minus 105. The over-under is at 6.5. Over sitting at minus 115. The under minus 105 as well here. This is a this is an interesting matchup because normally you would think yo marquee matchup we got the lightning we got the flames and I guess technically you could still say it but it's a bit lackluster when you look between the pipes and you see Anti Ranta and Jonas Johansson in that um, so a little bit to be desired there uh, with that being said I really like the lightning in this spot here the lightning at home are four one and two uh, Canes on the road have been four six and zero oh, so nothing too crazy to write home about here. Um, although Tampa's goaltending has been absolutely horrible, this team is scoring goals, man. Nikita Kucherov is having a hell of a year. I, I was about to say he's back, but like he never went anywhere, man. He's well-rested. He's ready to light the fucking lamp. This guy's almost like a sure thing to score. Um, so I absolutely love Kucherov, especially with the, the fact that Carolina has been giving up a shitload of goals in this. So give me Tampa, minus 105, small home dogs. Uh, and then I love the over it's six and a half and minus 115 in this game. Both goalies fucking stink, and both teams have firepower up front. So give me the over, give me the lightning. Yeah, this is one of the one of the games I don't really have too much of a read on here, but look, looking more into it, yeah, Carolina is is not back to being their normal self, especially not on the road. Four and six now on the road, like you said, big five two loss tonight in Florida as, as my lock. So I'm going to go with the lightning here. Minus 105 might be a, a, a home dog. If it, if it moves to even money or plus 105, they've been completely up and down. Lost to, lost to Chicago after a, a win in Montreal on a back-to-back. Blew that lead in Toronto. So I don't know what to make of the, of the lightning yet, but they have that top line. And I don't I don't trust uh, Kuchekov against them. So lightning minus 105. And then, yeah, the over six and a half at minus 115 between uh, these two these two goalies. 
Yeah, the, the Lightning had a pitiful performance against the Blackhawks. They're embarrassed by that. John Cooper will get him going. So yeah, the home side are the play for me. The Hurricanes, yeah, they're they're, they're just uh, not the same Hurricanes we've seen the last few years. Who are just consistently dominating teams on five and five. Uh, they they've let in way more chances than they usually do. And but I, I think my favorite play for this one is just like every other Lightning game. Just just give me the fucking over because their goaltending sucks. Their defense is even worse. Uh, I know people are, are celebrating Hedman for being back, but uh, he was getting bodied by fucking little ass eighteen year old Connor Bedard who's scoring his goal. They're like, how is this little kid outmanning you, man? Um, if you, if you, and Sergeyev has regressed this year too, so that this defense is just absolute uh, atrocious right now. To be honest, I mean the, the Lightning are awesome offensively, terrible defensively. So that's why all their games go over. So give me the, give me the fucking over. Um, and lean to the lean to the lightning as the as the home dog possibly, but I think that the they might even get the money here. Um, I'm not sure why you'd want to back the Hurricanes on the road at this at this point, um, especially with the Lightning coming off that that bad embarrassing loss. Uh, so yeah, uh, Lightning and strong over. All right, we're brought to you by Game Time. Uh, buying tickets to your favorite event should not be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the events near you. They have killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, so you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for all the fun you'll have. Uh, the flash deals last-minute tickets are great. The Game Time app experience, uh, easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event. And you get the images of the seat for you, so you know exactly what to expect before you arrive. Uh, buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you are set. So it's not good tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And win bigger by betting smarter this season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bet's revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. So stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. You know, that was a Hall of Fame ad read, Gilbert. That was a good job. Thank you, sir. Did you watch any of the Hall of Fame ceremony for the Leafs-Flames game? That was kind of cool. Good to see Henrik Lundqvist up there. I did not. I didn't, I didn't even realize that was tonight. So yeah, yeah, that's why the game took so long to fucking start. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, okay, moving down to the 7.30 p.m. time slot here. We have the Buffalo Sabres against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Game itself is in Pittsburgh, baby. Uh, Buffalo on the money line sitting at plus 140. Penguins on the money line sitting at minus 166. The over-under is at 7. Over sitting at plus 110. The under minus 130 here. Uh, shout out to my boy Catfish Jilly saying that if I ever went to Pittsburgh, I'd have a place to lay my head. So I appreciate that. But as my boy Bret Hart always said, if you're going to give the United States an anima, you're going to stick the hose right here in Pittsburgh. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, uh, I absolutely love the Penguins in this game here. I was talking about the Discord. I am higher on the Penguins than apparently everybody else in the fucking world here. Uh, his team's on a three-game winning streak. That was awesome last night with uh, Russ scoring the goal. And then he gets called off. And then what does he do? The very next play in overtime just goes, picks up the puck, rims around, wraps around it, does the Austin Matthews goal point. That was absolutely electric. So I love Fucking that. Fucking right. 
that was, that was in, in the middle of, of watching the Oilers just uh, <laughs> shoot wild shots and fucking miss the net. And just total desperation. Thank God for Brian Ross and the Pittsburgh Penguins for coming through for me at least. Hell yeah. Uh, Magnus Halberg, too. He had an unreal game, dude. Uh, it's good to see that he's uh, back in the NHL. This guy was unreal for Scott St. Petersburg for the past couple of years. So good to see they got a little bit of depth goaltending there in Pittsburgh. Good signing. Um what else is going on here? So, yeah, I love the pens. Minus 166 is a bit of juice. I actually liked him in regulation, too. I think we looked before the show. What was it? Minus 105 or something around there. Uh, so I, I'm very intrigued on that. Not to not to hate on Buffalo. Don't get me wrong. I like the Sabres, too. But uh, I'm all over this Pittsburgh team. I'm going to ride them for the whole year. As far as over-under goes, at 7. Uh, Ukapeka Lukanen, Tristan Jari. Although Tristan Jari, I heard, was a little banged up here. So I don't know if he's going to be playing or not in this game. Uh, I'm going to hold off betting the over under until I see who is starting. Uh, but Pens have been scoring, man. They're ninth in the league for goals for per game, averaging 3.5. They're third in the league for shots on goals, uh, averaging 34.6 per game. Uh, so I love the Penguins. I like the kind of like the under, though. Seven's a lot of goals, though, bro. I don't know. I'm just saying, I think Pittsburgh goaltending hasn't been as bad as everybody's thinking. And, you know, neither is Buffalo. So I don't know why this game is at seven, but I don't know. Maybe you guys disagree. Kyle Dubas goes down to Pittsburgh and Talon joins them a few months later here. I don't know if I can stand Talon becoming coming a Penguins guy here, but for, I love for this it. game, for this game, yeah, the Penguins are, are playing better recently. They, they did sweep the California road trip, but now, as Joel always says, coming back home after a long road trip, especially with the time change, could, could be difficult here. Uh, so, you know, I lean to the Penguins minus 166 with, with Buffalo on a back-to-back, but... I mean, we saw this last week. They, they got killed by the Flyers at home and then won in Toronto the next night as a plus 190 dog. So you can't count them out on a back-to-back. Did that again two weeks ago, lost at home to Montreal, and then went to Ottawa and won the next night a border crossing game there even. So maybe Buffalo, you know, gets stronger in the second half of back-to-back. So, yeah, not no no lean on the side then. But for the total, I would probably lean under 7, minus 130. Uh Buffalo's had a few under games recently. So have the, so have the Peng, Pe- Penguins. So, uh, yeah, I like the under seven minus 130 best in this game. Right. Somebody should actually track this stuff. But it, anecdotally, the uh, these teams coming home after these long road trips, they've been terrible. We saw another case today with the Devils against the Capitals where they just like fucking shit the bed. And we got another case here with the Penguins coming all the way from the West Coast in California back home to Pittsburgh in two days. And the Sabres, they're ready to go. They, they just... Uh, crush the wild and then they're right in the area so yeah i love the savers in this spot plus 140 that's a good number and yeah the, the even the at over seven I, I like that the penguins have the best expected goals four percentage in the league it's it's not converted into total goals quite yet i mean uh, they, they should be uh, scoring more than they do um and, and then their goaltending is suspect like like cal mentioned jari i don't know if he's gonna be back yet and the savers goaltending is always suspect since uh, i don't know um ryan miller and yeah, it's uh, but they're also an offensively potent team, so I, I like a lot of goals in this matchup. But yeah, I, I like the Sabres in the over, very, very uh, confident in these ones. Was Robin Leonard good in Buffalo? I feel like he was fine. The team sucked that he played for, yeah, he, he was probably a fine goalie, but the team just sucked in front of him. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, I was trying to think of like goalies that played for Buffalo since Miller, they were decent, and that's the only one I could come up with. So, Craig Anderson, legend. <laughs> Craig Anderson's fucking awesome, dude. I don't give it like that's shout like repping just full on Mark Messier, bald as shit. Gotta love it. All right. So. Uh, didn't play too well in Buffalo, though. 
They're not. <laughs> uh, okay, moving down to 7.30 p.m. time slot again here. We got the Washington Capitals against the New York Islanders. Game itself is in New York on the island. Uh, Caps on the second night of a back-to-back here. Obviously, they just paid the Devils. Uh, I hope they all took a PJ from New Jersey over to New York here because fuck riding buses in the NHL, baby. Uh, Washington on the money line sitting at plus 154. The Islanders on the money line at minus 185. The over-under sitting at six. Overpaying off minus 102. The under minus 118 here. Um, you got to go with the Islanders in this game. No, like, you know, Caps on the second night of a back-to-back. The Islanders are a good team. You know, they're boring. Don't get me wrong. They're like, if the if the, if the the city of Winnipeg was an NHL team, it would be the New York Islanders. That's how boring this fucking team is. Um, but yeah, I'm going to lean them. Minus one, what did I say? Minus 185 is a lot of juice. So maybe, maybe look towards a team total or something here, you know. Uh, Washington's given up goals, you know, maybe 3.09 averaging per game. So maybe not a lot of goals. Maybe don't take the team total because the Islanders can't score either. I take that back. They're 27th in the league in scoring. Washington's fucking 31st with two. Holy shit. This game is going to suck. Give me the Islanders in regulation. Give me the under six minus 118. Yes, this is a bad game. I mean, you have to lean to the Islanders, Capitals on a back to back, Islanders at home. And, but you got to find where the, the best way to make money is. Uh, maybe a, a Capitals team total under two and a half. I know they put up four against the Devils. I'm assuming at least one of them or one of them was empty net. Uh, it was. So, yeah, the Islanders typically, you know, they're able to shut down these teams. Like, they don't win often, but when they do, three nothing, two nothing, three two, when they're in their past three wins. So they've been low scoring. If they're gonna win, they're gonna limit the opposition to you know not many chances, and they're only gonna convert on one or two or, or none. Like they shut out the Caps uh, last Thursday, so they did that down in DC. So I wouldn't mind you know t- take a shot at Islanders to win to nil, whatever plus. Whatever the shutout line is there. <laughs> Win to nil. Let's fucking Win. go. Soccer Ryan. Yeah, uh, Ryan, what are we doing here? <laughs> that, that's Come what on. it says. That's what it no, says. No, I no, no. I don't on, care on what Sportsbook. it says. Okay, to win with the shutout. Sorry. There we have go. a shutout. Uh, oh, four nothing flyers. Let's fucking go. Fuck my under. Uh, but yeah, so fi- find a way to make money here. Islanders, Islanders team total over two and a half, partly with the capital team total under two and a half. Islanders puck line. Uh, shutout, whatever in there. Islanders in a, in a low-scoring win. Maybe the Islanders will win to no for you. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe. Hopefully. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I, I agree with all of that. The the under though is is strangely high at six. I mean, the Capitals can't score. You ran down the stats. Mm. Even against the Devils, who have a fucking terrible defense and mid goaltending, they they still only put up three goals before um, the empty netter. So, and then the Devils play like shit in that game too. So they're even worse. And uh, yeah, Ovechkin still hasn't got going because he has no backs for him to pass on the puck. John Carlson is fumbling, fucking the passes too on the power play, and they they're just can't get any offense. But they they are much better defensively. They they are winning some games. They're playing better five on five. So they got that going for them, I guess. But the Islanders coming off that loss, they've been good. They've just been hanging around in the Northeast. I don't know when the fuck they're going to go on a road trip. Maybe the NHL is paying them back for when they sent them to fucking Moon for thirteen. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <I got it. laughs> that was last year, right? No, two years ago. Yeah, so so they're they're paying them back at least. So they've had some comfy spots um, hanging around town. Uh, so yeah, give me give me the honors regulation and uh, better yet, the uh, the under six. I think that this should be five and a half juice to the under. Okay, moving down to the 8 p.m. time slot here. We got the Arizona State University Coyotes against the Smashville Predators. Game itself is in Smashville. Uh, Arizona on the money line, sitting at plus 130. Nashville on the money line at minus 155. 
Over under is sitting at six. Overpaid off minus 105. The under minus 115. This is another game. Like the Yotes didn't play today, right? I'm not taking crazy pills here. No, they, they did didn't. No. They did not. Do they play on the Sunday? They do not. What the fuck, dude? Like, are we like fucking give me Arizona so much in this game? I love them in this spot. Um, the only flaw against them, they've been struggling on the road. They're two, four, and one. But other than that, like they're the I feel like they're the better team than Nashville this year. Connor Ingram expected to get the naughties four, one and zero on the year. He's got two point four seven goals against average, a point nine one nine save percentage. Um, offensively, Nashville has been terrible. Sorry, I was thirsty. Uh, they're 23rd in the league for goals for averaging 2.86 per game. Uh, Arizona has been a little bit better than that. They're averaging over three. Uh, and they haven't been giving up as many goals here. I fucking love the Yotes in this game. Give me a plus 130 all day long. Over, under. Uh, give me the under six, minus 115. Fuck it. And another special with uh, coming off the long road trip. The Predators have been on the road forever, yet two days later they come home. What's going to happen? Oh. You gotta start. Tra- you start tracking this. Make this yeah. your thing, bro. Like, I'm too lazy for that shit. <laughs> I might. I might start tracking that. This yeah, is a, the, the HGP HGP road trip system here. Just, just, yeah, we'll come up it. with a sick name. We'll come up with a sick name for it. Yeah, yeah, I didn't have a play for this coming into this into the show here, but I mean, you talked me into it. Coyotes here plus one thirty. Uh, Desert Dogs on the road. Two four and one on the road this season. Nashville's three two and zero at home. Uh, Nashville has definitely come back down to earth. Lost four of their past five. Only win was against the worst team in the league, the Oilers there in Edmonton. Other win was was in overtime. So yeah, give me the Coyotes here plus one thirty. Think that's some decent value there. And we have a Connor Ingram a revenge game if, if he is indeed starting against Nashville here. So I would probably lean to the under. But yeah, give me the Coyotes plus one thirty as the better bet. We already did come up with something last year we would just call it like the the fat and happy game right they come home from the road trip they meet their their girls whatever their families and then they're they're feeling fat and happy because they're they're home now but then they got to play a hockey game they got to go back to war and the other team's coming in ready for war so yeah give me the coyotes absolutely i like the over in this game as well okay we're down to the 9 p.m time so here we have the st louis blues against the colorado avalanche game itself is in colorado here st louis on the money line sitting at plus 205 colorado on the money line at minus 250 over unders at six over paying off minus 120 the under plus 100 for anyone interested the puck line for colorado minus one and a half is paying off minus 105 jolie what's up with your abs here bro um yeah uh, abs have been pretty good off a of loss historically the last few years uh, McKenna does not like losing, neither does the head coach, neither does uh, Rampton, McCarr, all these guys. And I think we see a, a great rebound spot. I mean, the Blues, though, uh, I can't remember the last time I bet the Blues. It's just, I fucking hate this team, man. Like, they, they are they are a shitty team, but somehow they find ways to win it. They're like the, they're the Pittsburgh Steelers of the NHL. They just <laughs> play like shit, but they somehow win these games. They're, they're, their power play is absolute garbage, too. Like, they don't even have that going for them. But somehow they, they find these greasy-ass goals and they, they get some wild goaltending out of nowhere. And, yeah, they just get all the puck luck in the world. I don't know what's going on with the Blues, but I'm just going to keep fading them. I'm going to bet against them every fucking game, seems like. And, that yeah, that, that's definitely the case here. Yeah, minus one and a half at minus one and five. I think that's that's pretty good. We, we saw this game last week. The Avalanche totally bullied them. And, yeah, it's, it's not a good spot for the Blues here um, coming off that win and up to the altitude and all that. So I love the Avs. And I like the under uh, under six at even money too. I think that the Avs shut them down. Georgia back in net. No more pros to tov. And uh, yeah, Avs win a, a defensive minded game. I know mean, the last one went over, but I think this one is is a little bit uh, lighter scoring. 
Yeah, I absolutely love the Avs here. They have the third best expected goals four percent in the league at fifty seven point oh one percent. Blues have the third worst down there at forty three point three nine percent. Yeah, the, the Avs are just such a better team. I love the home ice advantage up there with the altitude in Denver. Four and one at home. Blues one three and one on the road. The Blues last few losses five two four one five nothing four two six two. So they're losing by margin. Uh, Colorado is winning by margin 6-3-4-1-7-4-6-4-4-0-4-1. So love the puck line here at minus 105. And this could be the uh, last call to get McKinnon for for Hart around, you know, 20 to 1. He's been he's been hot. He could put up a, a few goals here against the Blues. You know, he has he is a big name. So if you're not in the uh the Hart Trophy market yet, take a look at McKinnon there. Uh total, yeah, probably lean to the under under 6 at, at plus 100. Uh, I don't think the Blues are going to score much and the Avs mainly put up four or five. So McDavid had fucking nothing going, no points, no no nothing, no juice. He's still the favorite. McKinnon has the goal to assist. Elias Pettersson has the goal to assist. What do I do? I bet Pettersson and McKinnon. Again, that's just what you do because <laughs> the odds aren't reflecting that. McDavid is still the favorite. He should not be the favorite anymore. It should be Austin Matthews who's the favorite and uh, followed by the likes of uh, Pettersson, Kucherov, and McKinnon. In, uh, and Jack Hughes, I mean, we, we don't know what's going on with this thing, so his odds are could be anywhere. I mean, he could come back in a couple games. We don't know what's going on with him, but uh, that's that's my uh, brief uh, update on the on the heart market. Yeah, as, as soon as we get news that Hughes is coming back, uh, and the odds are around here, and it's not like in weeks from now, I'm betting him, especially with how the Devils have looked without him. I feel like this is going to be the best odds you can get on him in season. It is the most valuable player, and clearly uh, he's, he's very valuable to this team because they're a shit yeah. without him. Did you say Kucherov in that when you were listing players, Joe? I did. He's one point behind Pedersen in the Art Ross conversation. Hmm, intriguing. Hmm. He's so sick. Um, okay, for myself for this <laughs> game, uh, I'm right there with you guys here. That Colorado is going to beat the fucking piss out of this team. Like you said, we just saw it a couple days ago. I think it was a 4-1 final for Colorado, if memory recalls. Um, so, yeah, I love the abs in this game here. Uh, I think, the, let me start, division records. Let's say it. Let's see it. Let's fucking see it. 1-4-1 and one for St. Louis. This team stinks against division teams. Colorado's 2-0-0. Let's go. Give me the abs every which way possible. Give me them fucking regulation. Give me them in the puck line. Give me their over team total. Give me St. Louis under team total. Give me the game under six of plus 100. Let's go Colorado, baby. Oh, yeah. Speaking of team total, I love the Avs team total over three and a half. It's minus 150 at some books, but you can get it at minus 125. I mean, with them, minus 250 on the money line, I feel like that's pretty good value. What about like St. Louis under? Is it like one and a half or two? Probably one and a half. I mean, it's, it's, it's two and a half. Under one and a half would be plus odds, but I don't hate that either. Yeah, that's intriguing. Um... Okay, moving down to 10 p.m. time slot here. Oh, Jeepers Creepers, yo. We got the Edmonton Oilers against the Seattle Kraken. Game itself is in Seattle. Edmonton on the money line sitting at minus 118. Seattle on the money line at minus 102. The over-under is at 6.5. Over paying off minus 125. The under plus 105 here. All right, I know I'm going to sound a little silly here, but this has to come to an end at some point, right? Like, this has to come to an end. The Oilers have to start fucking winning and winning well. They're currently on a four-game losing streak. They just lost to the San Jose fucking Sharks, 3-2. to two. That was absolutely ugly. They made Mackenzie Blackwood look like fucking Dominic Hasek in net there. Uh, he has no business looking like that. This team has not been scoring goals, dude. Like, it's been absolutely ugly. They're 27th in the league, averaging 2.58 goals. Oh, you know what? Seattle can't score either. They're 24th in the league. They stink too. Uh, the problem with Edmonton is they've been giving up a shitload of goals. But you know what? 
This is going to change tomorrow. Oilers fans, this is the pick-me-up, okay? You're done. We're done playing like shit. To all my pals in Edmonton out there, nothing to worry about. You got fucking my boy Zach Hyman. He's going to carry you in this. Screw that Ginger McDavid. You don't need him. He's going to be too busy trying to figure out who burned down his house anyways. That dry settle guy. More like idle because he's going to be fucking nowhere to be seen here. But you know what? You're going to win as a team. Your defense sucks, but that's okay. Give me the Oilers in this game, minus 118. I'm all in on Edmonton. Stuart Skinner, was it? I think it was you guys that brought up last night. I heard it's like, you know what? Jack Campbell going down to the minors. Now he's got like nobody really pushing him. Maybe that's the best thing for this guy. Let's see him get in there. No competition, not looking over his shoulder. Go in there and play the goddamn game you love, okay? So give I mean, me the Oilers. What's that? He's still looking over his shoulder quite a bit with all the pucks going behind. Yeah, him. okay. <laughs> we get it, Ryan. We get it. Okay. Oh. No, Edmonton's going to win this game. Edmonton's going to win this game by two goals. They're going to cover the puck line at plus 195. It's time for this team to shit or get off the pot here. All right. Let's go, Oilers. Uh, as far as over under, give me the over. <laughs> oh, come on. Actually, no. No. Give me the under. These teams can't <laughs> score. Give me the under. <laughs> Italian, you would like to sure? Are you sure? <laughs> oh, final answer, final answer, under, <laughs> under. I, I was looking last night for some goal scorer bets to bet on, on the Oilers, and uh, Zach Hyman has the most individual expected goals, most individual scoring chances, most high danger chances so far for the Oilers. So he's been playing well. It's just you know, the worst thing to happen to the Oilers is that Heritage Classic and Connor McDavid rushing back for it. Because if that game was yes. not a, an outdoor game, he would not have came back, and he should have played for that. And then went back out, but now we can't because he looks like, oh, what? Why aren't you playing? What? Like, what happened? You came back for that game, but you can't play all the time. And and it's showing on the ice. Like he's not scoring. He's not being Connor McDavid. And I mean, he'll break through. The Oilers will break through because they are one of the best expected goals for. They're the best expected goals for percent team in the league. So they're going to break break through sometime. So in this game, if I take him, I take him on the puck line plus one ninety five. I take their team total over four and a half. Like once they get one going, once they get a few goals in, they're gonna go off. And the Kraken are a team they could do it against. The Kraken have not been good this season. Five, six, and three, two, so three, and zero at home. Um, they they gave up six to Calgary, who weren't playing well a few games ago. So this might be the chance for Edmonton to get back on track. I'm I'm not trusting them too much yet, but maybe maybe a small play on, on the puck line. Interesting that you mentioned uh, Hyman's fancy stats there with the expected goals for because watching him, he was the only one that I was impressed by with the Oilers. Like Hyman was the only one who gave a shit. I said that in the Discord. So the eye test matches the analytics uh, for once. But yeah, the uh, the Oilers the, uh, watching that game was, was pure frustration. I mean, clearly they're the better team, but they just they fumble fuck the puck the whole game long, and their power play can't get going. Plus the, the sharks were totally disciplined that game. They didn't, they didn't, they only gave up a couple penalties, I think. And uh, yeah, when the, when the, when the Oilers don't have the power play, they look like absolute garbage five on five. I know they have all these shot attempts, whatever, which feed into these analytical numbers, but uh, it, it doesn't mean, doesn't mean shit when they give like uh, uh Fabian or whatever uh, Brian called him Fabian Zetterland. Uh, <laughs> that wide open goal in, in the first period, he was oh, like, you just give one good chance like that, and that just ruins all your shot attempts and and all that. So it, you got to get the puck in the net. You got to you got to be decisive. Like watching the end of the game, Evan Bouchard just taking these dumbass, desperate shots from the point. Like they're not going to go in, and then when they do, when they try to be patient, they they just keep. 
they don't have any confidence, so they keep passing into nowhere, and they keep uh, fumble-fucking the puck, like I said. So, yeah, they always are very frustrating to me, but that said, you can only back them here. You know, cracking themselves, come back off the road trip and all that, but it, we'll see how much the Oilers love their coach because if they if they want this guy gone, they're not going to show up for this game. If they want him to stick around, they'll show up and win That's this one point. for the gaffer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the Zach Hyman pump in this. Like, I, that, that gets me hard. Hell yeah. Okay, moving down to the 2.30 p.m. time slot. Last game on the docket here. Uh, we have the Philadelphia Flyers against the L.A. Kings. Game itself is in Los Angeles. Obviously, Philly on the second night of a back-to-back here. They're uh, beating the piss out of the Anaheim Docks. Uh, Philly on the money line sitting at plus 196. L.A. on the money line at minus 238. The over-unders is six. Over sitting at minus 115. The under minus 105. Anybody interested? The Kings on the puck line at minus one and a half is plus 100. Gilbert, Flyers on a back-to-back here. They got a chance to win this game? Probably not, and I, I got a bone to pick with the NHL schedule makers here. This is two straight Saturday nights that the Flyers are playing the Kings on a back-to-back with travel. Last week it was a home game. They were in Buffalo the night before. They played That's Buffalo at home earlier in the week. Just swap them. If it's going to be a back-to-back, at least let them you know stay at home. And now they're completing the California road trip. You know, Anaheim to LA isn't a, a long travel, but it's still a back-to-back, and it's against one of the you know deepest teams in terms of centers, in terms of forward depth in the league. So I don't think the Flyers have much of a chance here, but I don't know if the Kings should be minus 240. Uh, maybe a Flyers puck line plus one and a half, minus 120. Maybe they'll be able to keep it close. Um, Carter Hart was supposed to supposed to start tonight in Anaheim. He had an illness, probably the shits, so hopefully he'll be good to go on Saturday. But <laughs> How do you know way, that? <laughs> I don't fucking know. Either <laughs> way, but otherwise, it's going to be Cal Peterson again for a revenge game. He allowed five last time, last Saturday when I was in the building. So no, no real strong play here, but if I if I had to give a play, it would be the, the Flyers puck line. Hopefully they, they, they can keep it close. Oh, I don't have much for this game at all. Uh, hopefully the Flyers do well. Still have some hope for them to do things this season. If you're a late to the party, you can still get them to win the Metro now, 175 to 1. Wow. Oh, my Any God. takers? Come on. Let's another one. Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> the Rangers. Late has ran out. The Rangers Holy are fragile. Shit. Hurricanes are fragile. Devils are fragile. The Flyers have been unlucky. 175 to 1. Come on. <laughs> have a little taste. Have a little taste. Um, no, for this one, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't really know. Under 6, minus 105. Carter Hart, one more day of sleep before uh, cleans up the system, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, who, who else is in net for the Flyers if he can't go? Maybe be uh, Airson again? I think Peterson's still with the team. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, revenge! Another revenge! It's Another... like a chance at a revenge. All right, baby. <laughs> the first one didn't go too well. <laughs> revenge for the revenge, revenge for game. the revenge. Yeah. <laughs> Carter Hart's revenge. Carter Hart can't go. So. Revenge. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. So I got nothing. Lean, lean <laughs> to the. Lean to the. I don't know. Nothing. I got nothing. About this how are these teams? How are these teams on? Just go off? Flyers. Go Flyers. Let's go. <laughs> Philly got a good face-off statistics? I don't know. We'll to see. Uh, um, I'm, right there. <laughs> I'm right there with Joel, bro. I got no fucking clue for this game, dude. Like, I I got to go with the Kings, I guess. Maybe are they scoring? Kings are, yeah, Kings are scoring. They're second in the league for goals for per game. I was in 4.15. Give me the Kings team total if it's at like three and a half or something like that. I don't give a shit if you got – Carter Fart or fucking Peterson or what's that other guy's name? The the one that starts with an E. What's his name? Person. He, he's playing yeah. tonight though. Yeah. Oh, he's playing tonight. Okay. Well, he uh, yo he's 
posting uh he's he's playing for nil right now so maybe maybe he is a guy he's, he's got a clean um, sheet so far. yeah kings, there you go kings have three ot losses so far so maybe flyers in overtime <laughs> Uh, yeah that's a good point you know give it a sun, sunday's finest we haven't heard that yet in a while so maybe that's the play uh, i could see that yeah let's get let's get that going let's go overtime in this game and then give me the uh king's uh team total too it's gonna be a 4-3 game in overtime here win for la all right, that was it. That's a 12-game slate here. Uh, got off the rails a little bit. Boys, we got any consensus plays? What do we, we got a couple uh, here. No? We do, yeah. First, I want to shout out our, our Aussie friend, uh, Max Jenkum from, from YouTube. He commented, Legends, I know you hate multis, but you know why I do them from your consensus plays on the last episode. I chucked the unit on Sens Leafs over, Panthers money line, Kings win or draw. Paid out at 4.8 or plus 380 in your weird sepo odds. So uh, he put a little cheers emoji there. So uh, is that, cheers is to him. Aussie boy? Multis. Yeah. Nice. Fucking Aussies, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, one thing I do want to say before we before we get a consensus place here, we have the chance for what we are officially deeming the Calvin Pickard, the HGP Calvin Pickard parlay, okay? And that's when you parlay the Leafs, the Avalanche, and the Flyers, okay? Official name for it: the Hockey Gambling Podcast Calvin Pickard Parlay of the Week. All right, so just look out; that's on the table, you know. The HGP, Pickard, the, the, the Pickard pick. The Calvin Pickard parlay. The Pickard pick parlay. Uh, yeah, and then we do have some sets of plays here. Uh, Boston, either on the puck line, I think, or, or regulation. We, we were all, all leaning that way um, against the Canadians. Ottawa, minus 142. And the over 6.5, uh, minus 120 in that game. The Lightning game, over 6.5 against the Hurricanes, minus 115. The Coyotes on the road, plus 130 against the Preds. And then the Avs puck line minus 105. And Sam Erson just let a goal. So he's no longer. Uh, <laughs> he's not playing for nil. Fuck, playing that might be my bad. <laughs> Yo, if we ever do like a live show, we each got to buy, like, Joel, you got to buy like, an, like a Colorado picker jersey. Ryan, you got to get a Philly one, and I'll get a Leafs one. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll be, drop that. <laughs> we're the traveling pickers, like the traveling Yagers. Yeah. Where's only fans next to his family? <laughs> he was the um, next big thing. Like the the abs, um, we, we thought that we'd lose a we lose a, our potential um, number one goalie when when the, the Knights took him in the expansion draft. But turns out that was one of the few picks that the Knights did not get right. Yeah, uh, they they fleeced most teams, but the abs got away with one there because Pickard was uh, never the same again after that. We lost him on waivers to keep Garrett fucking Sparks. Great, <laughs> great decision, that one. <laughs> How's the Shally Green Giant doing? Haven't heard about him in a while. He's not even in Toronto. He, I think he's with the Devils. I think he's in the Devils organization. They didn't resign. Sense. We just didn't sign him. They don't have a lot better in front of him. He is, yes. He's in the AHL. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get into our lock dogs and totals here. Uh, obviously, we don't really Carlson Leo. That was Leo's goal. Leo Carlson, let's fucking go. He's back in it. Back in it. We got to catch up to Bedard. You had four no, points no. today. <laughs> you you got to bet Bedard. Bet Bedard now before it gets any higher. If you can get him Matthew below, nice. Matthew Nice. Carlson's guys nice. playing with Marner and Matthews for the rest of the fucking year. This guy's gonna have 65 to 70 points by the time the season's done. Fuck Bedard, Leo the Lion. Uh, all right, lock dogs and totals here. We can't give updated odds. Uh, they're pretty bad, except for Joel, who's been killing it the past two shows. Uh, so Joel, why don't you kick us off here? Oh uh, yeah, what the fuck do I got? Uh, another thing I didn't mention. Um, we oh, got the, the, the 
no, the, the Swedish game's coming up. So, so the Leafs, um, you know, last game in, in North America, they got like a six days off or seven days off, six days off before they, they uh, play uh, in that, uh, I don't know, the hair, whatever the fuck to call them in, in the, the global, the, the global great, games. Great job, great, great job by the NHL marketing that, by the way. Everyone knows about it. Right. <laughs> so we're going to go with the sense to leave North America on a high, minus 142 on the money line against the Flames, who came off of a disappointing shootout loss to the Leafs. And with Dog with the Coyotes money line, plus 130, just back in the uh, the system play of, of these teams in the long road trip. Plus, the Predators have been pretty fucking bad lately. And uh, total, we're going to go with the Canucks and the Leafs. So we're six and a half, minus 125. Canucks defense is not very good, despite their... Um, you know, no, restricting opposition to to like three or fewer goals a lot of the time. It's just based on Demko playing his ass off, but I don't think he can do that forever. Leafs have an excellent offense, but a terrible defense, and their goaltending is still suspect. We'll see if Samsonov can, um, you know, have have a game like he was awesome at home last year. So maybe that that happens, but I'm not backing banking on that happening. And this one, so give me the Canucks Leafs over six and a half. All right, for me, uh, hoping to open to get back back on track or just on track this season. Uh, I got the, my lock is the Colorado puck line minus one hundred five at home against the Blues. Just a much better team, so hope hopefully just take it to them there, kick their asses up there in the altitude in Denver. Uh, my dog is the Canucks plus one fourteen at the Leafs. I thought about making this my lock. I thought about making a, a plus odd lock, but you know, take them as my dog plus one fourteen. Hopefully, just get the win there. Leafs on a back to back should be should be tired. Sam's mouth in net. And my total, uh, going to the team total, Detroit Red Wings over three and a half, minus 135. That's the uh, 1 p.m. Eastern game, so make sure you, you get that bet in early. All right, for myself, for my lock, I'm taking the Boston Bruins in regulation, minus 130 versus Montreal. Obviously, you know, the, the Habs will be up and ready to go for this game. They always do, but I just think the Bruins are too good, man. So I uh, love them in regulation, minus 130, bit of a baby lock. Uh, for my dog, keep it the regular, boys. Edmonton, the city, bro, I'm feeling for you. You can do it. You can do it. It doesn't have to just be Hyman, okay? Ryan brought up a great point. McDavid should not be playing right now. He shouldn't have came back. You know that there was some lobbying from that fat pig, Gary Bettman, to get him to play in the Heritage Classic. <laughs> that doesn't matter, okay? That doesn't matter anymore. What matters is that this team needs to get their shit together, and they're going to do it. They're going to beat the piss out of Seattle and Philip Poobauer. Uh, for my total... Give me a uh, Edmonton regulation plus 135 is my bet there, by the way. Uh, and then uh, total Tampa Bay, Carolina over six and a half minus 115. Goalies stink. Forwards are unreal. Defense kind of stink. Uh, Kucherov is just so sad. I can't stress this enough, dude. I fell down a rabbit hole the other day on YouTube. I was just watching Kucherov highlights dating back like five years. I'm like, this guy is just a, he's a nightmare out there on the ice. So, hell yeah. Give me the over six and a half Tampa Bay, Carolina. I don't oh, think what did I've... you say about about Toronto and Edmonton? The other show I said like I'm yeah, Joel. Like, like, but you like say Toronto and Edmonton, Edmonton? The other show, Joel. Me? Yeah, because I was like, oh, is Edmonton gonna kind of go go up in flames? And you're like, oh, they're, they're, it's like Toronto, Toronto West. I don't know. Uh, Joel, uh, Joel would never say anything bad about Toronto. Joel, never, never, never. No, I, I was actually going about to compliment you. I fucking love your card. I don't think I ever loved your card more than than now and all the other Thank shows you. you've done. This is three excellent bets. I totally vouch for all of them. Hopefully, you go three and zero, bro, because I'll be on 
all of those three. Fucking right. Let's go Oilers one more time, baby. One more time. <laughs> and no, just, John- they, just when I keep falling off, they keep pulling me back in, baby. Let's go. Yeah, if McDavid's mansion is gone, we'll go for dry settles next. We'll, we'll just keep picking them <laughs> off until uh, all Edmonton burns. Until is- Zach Hyman is left, and that's it. Yo, come yeah. on. Yeah, you we'll, leave him alone. we'll leave him alone. Yeah, exactly. There's a joke I was going to say, but I'm not going to say that. Uh, all right. Uh, anything else you want to add here or no? I uh, just seen a tweet here from Chris Johnston. Uh, Nikita Zadorov is looking to be traded out of Calgary. Word is the pending oh. UFA defenseman would welcome a move to Toronto. So oh, okay. Let's get ten of us. Send them over. Do you think that I'll give you one? You like Swedes? We got a Swede in the press box that's dying to go <laughs> play somewhere. It's only making five mil for one year. The door up for Klingberg, baby. Let's make it happen. It's another old Av on the Leafs, then, uh, if that happens. Zadorov, <laughs> he has shit for brains, but he's a big boy, and uh, Leafs need a, a big boy. That's <laughs> all we want, damage. buddy. We got enough overthinkers on this team. We want someone <laughs> that can't even spell think. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Uh, that's supposed to be tons of stuff in the world of sports. Tomorrow's going to be awesome. Uh, we got hockey, 12 games. It's going to be sweet. College football is going to be off the roof. Boy, CFL. If you're an American and like you like just never checked out the CFL and you always laugh and joke it off, we get it. It sucks. But you know what? It's a hell of a fucking good time to watch, man. So if you're sitting there and what's a, what's at the two o'clock slate? What do we got for the one, two? You got the Columbus Blue Jackets, Detroit Red Wings. You're not watching that shit. Get that garbage out of here. Stars and Jets. Yes, you'll probably be watching that at three o'clock. That's going to be a sick game. But from two to three, throw on the Argos and Alouettes here. Let's go. Maybe you'll even enjoy it. Maybe you'll get on the bandwagon for the CFL. Let's go. Semifinals. So that's going to be a sick game. Um, what do you got in that game? G- give me a bet. Give me a bet. I'll put it on. Who do you think I'm, uh, Brian? I'm wearing a fucking Chad Kelly Toronto Argos jersey. I'm, Spread I'm, money line. What, what, what you got? What, what's the minus minus ten and a half point favorites? Give oh. me the fucking yeah. Give me the Argos. I'll tell you right now. This has been like the bet, literally like the best historic team that this team has had, like record wise by like all the stats and shit like this. You walk downtown. Nobody gives a fuck about the Argos, all right? But so I love it. Let's go. We need some. We need some up and ups here. Let's go. Give me the team total Argos. Give me the over. I think it's at like fifty and a half. And give me the fucking minus ten and a half for the Argos. Um. Anyways, you got NBA. You got MMA. You got all this other shit going on. So be sure to go check all that out at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. It's a place to be. Check out Ryan's fantasy hockey articles. He's pumping out. Those are absolutely wicked. Uh, they're great. And then shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord. Yo, if you're not in the Discord, you're not making money. We're having an awesome time in there. Everybody's, you know, having conversations. And the best part about having conversations in the Discord is in the very middle of it. When fucking Wicked comes in here and says, oh, should I bet this? Here's my parlay. So and then you got to deal with that. And then you just keep the conversation rolling. So that's absolutely awesome. But if you're not in the Discord, you're not having a good time. You're not making money. Shout out to all of our friends and pals. <laughs> I always assumed it's whacked. Not wicked. I don't know. I, I assumed dude. wicked. I like whacked better. He's whacked. whacked. He's gonna get whacked. He keeps dead on. So uh, oh, never cash. Never cash out. Always hedge if you're if you're gonna cash out. Just don't cash out. Just go down with the ship, bro. Yeah, or just go down with the ship. We'll let it ride, as we say. Yeah. Let it slide. Yeah, and don't uh, just bet the uh, eight leg minus two forty parlay favorites, and uh, you'll you'll be better off in the long run. <laughs> 
And if you do do that, don't think anybody cares about them either. Because exactly, unless unless it's me hitting hitting a, hitting a ten leg stepped up one, which the fucking the sharks fucked me last night. That was the only leg that didn't hit. Was the, was the fuck you, Ryan? Total. Tell me, tell me about your fantasy team too. Oh no, it's, it's daily <laughs> fantasy. You, you can redraft them. Uh, you get you get a new lineup every day, Joel. Is this like Tim Hortons picks? That's one thing. I got a bone to pick with that. Give me one second. All these fucking losers online that are like, oh, gambling is terrible for hockey. You gamble on hockey and all this shit. They're the same fucking losers I see that are posting their Tim Hortons anytime goal scorer picks so that they can win fucking little points so they can go buy a $2 coffee. Fuck you. All right. At least we're making real money. You guys are doing the same goddamn shit, except you're just trying to get fucking Timbits. Get out of here. All right, uh, that was fun right. though. I, I actually did that in the, in the playoffs oh a couple years ago. Oh my god! Yeah, a free donut is a free donut, right? What, what, there, what are they? Ninety-five cents. Uh, uh, right, you have no right to talk. You you fucking make most of your bets with free bets. So uh, <laughs> no, I talked. <laughs> Where the, there is that? Code I put a free bet on this. A free bet on that. <laughs> just shrapnel out of nowhere to fucking poor Gilbert over there. <laughs> he came at me first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Follow us on Twitter at HockeySGTN. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. Turn on auto-downloads. Leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple. Subscribe on YouTube. Leave us leave some comments on YouTube, too. We got a comment from uh, EJ Boy 441 last night. He said, Blackwood has single-handedly cost me most of my entire bankroll from back-to-back <laughs> games. I might take out a loan and put it on Vegas to fucking blank the Sharks tomorrow. I'll go broke before I stop fading them. The books put some fucking type of black magic on that dude's hand. So it looks like we found Joel's uh, burner account. I was going to say, I think we know. <laughs> Keep him coming. Keep him coming. We love him. Oh, my God. That's absolutely fantastic. Uh, all right, everybody. My name is Tal Jenkins. You can find me on Twitter, Tal underscore Jenkins 94. Our goals. Chad Kelly, baby. Chad Kelly's going for 450 through the air. Four fucking touchdowns. Argos are going to win by 30. Fucking right. Let's go. All right. I am Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at Ari Gilbert SOP. I'm Joel Myron. You might find me turning into a Knights fan if they finally put this fucking Sharks team into the fucking dirt. Fucking bury them in sand where they can't live because they're fish. They can't breathe the air. They need water. They're going in the sand. They're getting buried. Fuck you, Sharks. Love that. Love that. Let's go. All right, everybody. Shark fin soup season. Let's go. Uh, Thanks for hanging out. Peace.